1: All right, guys, I'm producer Ben, and today we will be picking up where Craig left off in yesterday's Manly Musings on an excerpt from Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman's book on combat. We have this book linked below, so you can check that out. We highly recommend that, as well as his other books that he's written. Without further ado, here is Craig with part two of this week's Manly Musings.
0: One of the things that I would submit to you is that the wolf is not the wolf in nature. Because again, I'm director of Nature Alliance School and I always look at the nature side of things. The wolf is not necessarily a bad creature. And to some extent he is, but so is the sheepdog. And so are the sheep. I mean, we've got, to, and I know this is just a metaphor, but I want to take this a couple of steps further. One of the first points that came out in Grossman's metaphor is that the wolves feed on the sheep without mercy. And that is simply not true. Wolves are primarily pack animals that exist out on their own. They hunt, they breed, they work together, they live together in these small packs. They're incredibly, incredibly highly social animals. And usually a social uh, pack, one of these packs, is an extended family group comprised of basically uh, an alpha male and an alpha female and their subordinate offspring and pups for, you know, one or more years. So almost always the only pairs that will mate is that alpha male and that alpha female. Now, where the metaphor starts to take a turn, if you will, and where it is accurate is that you have lone wolves. And lone wolves, because wolves are typically pack animals. Sometimes if a wolf does something wrong or something that is unacceptable to the pack, they will be shunned and pushed away from that pack. And so that lone wolf literally goes out and does their own thing and exists outside of the pack. And I'm sure from a nature standpoint, you can imagine that for a pack animal that typically works together with others, that is going to be an incredibly hard existence. Lone wolves are very difficult, have a little, live a very difficult life and have to work on their own. And they typically will have to take advantage of something such as sheep, for example, because their life is so hard. So those in our society, in a human society, or that are lone wolves that pull themselves and push themselves off. Those are the people that I look at being like Ted Kaczynski, for example, who may have started off with a right mindset, but he just went so far with it that he just took an incredibly wrong turn as he was getting started. He had some thoughts about trying to, you know, better the world, but he just was so psychopathic on his approach and so wrong. And he deserved to be, shunned and be away from our society because his way of doing things was so incredibly wrong and it took a bunch of you know metaphorical sheepdogs to take him down and they he should have been taken down so my thought is that the wolves primarily exist on their own do their own thing and their motivation is to take care of one another to to again breed to find food shelter just like we do, uh, just like civilians do. They just, they just have to do it in a different way than we do, but they still have to have shelter water food. And so they're in the business of doing that as a pack. So wolves typically will travel and hunt in these packs of seven to eight on average packs include, um, again, these alphas that are the creators of the offspring and, these two alphas the male and the female are the pack leaders that track and hunt prey for example they choose den sites and establish a pack's territory and these wolves develop strong social bonds with their packs incredibly strong social bonds so uh, another thing from a nature standpoint is that wolves have an incredibly complex system of communication of barks and whines to growls and howls and and although they don't actually howl at the moon like we may see in cartoons and movies and all the stuff that goes along with it, they are incredibly active at dawn and dusk and they do howl more when it's lighter at night, which occurs more often when the moon is full. And so that's why we have this this thought process of wolves howling at the moon. So here's some things to consider on this is that this is where I would like to put us into this metaphor. There's an entity, a person that's missing from this metaphor, and that is the shepherd. And I think that that is missing from this metaphor, and I would like to think of us as a shepherd. And what I mean by that is that we're going to do everything to take care of we as individuals are going to do everything we can to take care of our own pack, our own sheep, we're going to do all that. We might be in the business of assisting and working with a sheepdog, for example, to help take care of that because there's just some thing that our senses are not good at doing. And so we employ uh, those that are well-trained. In, in our metaphor, it's, a sh- it's an actual sheepdog, like a Great Pyrenees or something. But in the non-metaphorical sense, in the real world, that's where we do everything we can to support, for example, in, you know, culture society here in our own country, law enforcement officers. And we also have are in the business of employing military personnel to do that outside of our own country and sometimes uh, inside of our own country. But the reason I bring all that up is because the shepherd also more often than not, the sheepdog is sitting there and serves in a very reactive sense to protect the pack Meaning the sheepdog is there within the construct of the sheep and therefore they basically have to sit and wait if the wolf is going to come or not. That doesn't mean they don't have spidey senses on and they have senses of smell and sight and all the things that go along with a dog that help them protect the herd, the sheep, just like a law enforcement officer. They're typically very well trained. They do their business to take care of the sheep that are under their care. But they again also are reactive. That's why you'll see some law enforcement officers are a bit more proactive and are out in the business of, you know, going into rough neighborhoods, going into areas that are not comfortable, instead of just sitting at some parking lot, which, you know, is another false storyline about how this works, is that your typical law enforcement officer obviously the joke is they're sitting around in some parking lot eating donuts and drinking coffee and talking to, you know, convenience store clerks.
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member
0: FDSE. Another false storyline about how this works is that your typical law enforcement officer, obviously the joke is they're sitting around in some parking lot eating donuts and drinking coffee and talking to, you know, convenience store clerks. Uh, Although that might be part of their job, you know, I know a bunch, and I've been on a lot of ride-alongs where they are in the business of going out and getting work done, and they stay busy all night long. They are more of a wolf than a sheepdog and that they're not being just sitting there reactive. They're being proactive. They're actually going out and policing. And the beauty of this from a metaphorical sense, again, is that you, you, if the wolf is there and you know, the wolf is there, you just don't know exactly where or when, then you go hunt the wolf down and you're proactive about it. So my thought is, is that this idea of the shepherd mindset needs to be added to this metaphor so we can look at ourselves being the shepherd, being the strong one that works again with the police officer, who, ha- who is the sheepdog, to go after the wolf. Now, again, I want to be clear on the nature side of this, is that the wolf usually just does their own thing and doesn't bother anybody, stays in their packs, and is a wild animal, and we hardly ever see them. I mean, how many times have you seen a Great Pyrenees in your life versus how many times have you actually seen a wolf in your life? Very rare. Very rare have most people seen a wolf. That doesn't mean that they won't occasionally take down a stock animal, but more often than not, those are lone wolves. And when they are pack animals, it's just they're animals of opportunity. And that doesn't mean that the shepherd is not the apex predator in this situation. The shepherd is the apex predator, and that's us being the shepherd. That's why I do everything I can to have a good, strong, working relationship with law enforcement, because I do want to help them. I've done a lot of training with law enforcement, both in combatives because I've done martial arts for so long and man tracking because I've done that all my life and and I don't pretend to be a law enforcement officer, but I do have a certain skill set that I can help them with. So I do help them when when, and where I can. So, one reason that this really stands out in my mind is many years ago, uh, again, you all recognize by my dialect and some of the stories I've told and some of the things that I've gone through that you're a lot of uh, there was a, a time where I was on a farm, just a country boy and doing all this stuff, and I was over at a friend's house. And we heard this ruckus outside, this really loud bunch of yipping and yapping dogs and, and stuff of this nature. And when we went outside, we turned on this floodlight to this out by this barn and this guy's dog was being attacked by coyotes. And the way this worked for the coyotes that is, is that, you know, one coyote would get the attention of this dog in the middle and it would go after the dog and when the dog, the domestic dog was preparing to to deal with this coyote that was running right after it another coyote would come in behind and 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 take a snap at it in the back end and that's how they had eventually uh, despite our best attempts to stop it from happening they kept moving out into the dark and away and we couldn't see what was going on it was golly there was so much wildness going on there but eventually what they did is they grabbed a hold of the back end of the dog and ripped it open and and we're in the process of killing it when we finally got to them and got them got the coyotes off the dog. So think about that from a perspective of if that's how wolves hunt, because they hunt very similarly in that most predators like that are going to go after the, the rear end of the dog because it's very close to, to having, um, uh, An openness where it's easy to get to, and the face. And when the face and the rear end are grabbed, they're easy to pull apart. And make the animal bleed, and when they bleed, they get weak. And so this is just a this is just a method. And so think about this from the shepherd standpoint. As we were caught so unaware, uh, we were. Just, I was just a kid at the time, and uh, when I see a kid, I was just a teenager. Just just had started driving was not carrying a weapon of any sort at the time. And that was pretty much helpless, completely helpless to help this guy's dog. And so it was one of those things that left a huge impression on me on how easy it was for these coyotes to take down this much larger dog than they were just because of their deceitfulness. And so me being me and thinking deeply on a lot of simple things that have happened in life, I immediately thought about how that plays out for us and me as a person growing up and the need for self-defense and using self-defense tools like firearms and stuff of that nature. So yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, I'm really, really, as you can probably tell, really interested in what you all have to say about this. So please send me an email info at dot org. You may see this posted on Facebook or Instagram. If you see it posted there and you listen to it from there, then please just leave a comment wherever you're seeing this, and and I'll make sure that I keep up and chat with you and and get your feedback on it because I'm very interested in doing that. In summary, I'd like to look at it this way. Be the shepherd. You know, The idea of the sheep, sheepdog, and wolves, that's nature. That's how our world is going to work. But in this particular case, I want to add a character to that metaphor, and that is the shepherd. And for those that know me really well, you'll know a lot of reasons why I like this idea of a shepherd. And uh, it, it's not a meek, it's not a weak shepherd, it's a strong shepherd. It's a, strong, it's a shepherd that knows how to use its senses of sign, tracking. Uh, awareness situational awareness to assist the sheepdog in what they're doing but also at times to go out and do it on their own take down the wolf whenever they need to so that's it that's it for manly musings and we really appreciate all of you all who subscribe to the podcast as you know it's free to do so And uh, if you're not subscribed, please do that. That helps us out tremendously in ways that it's hard for me to explain because um, it's it's hard for me to understand how it all works. But when you subscribe, uh, it lets those that are sponsoring us know that we got all these subscribers and so we can get paid to do what we do. And that helps us do uh, these podcasts, obviously. And that way we can continue doing them. So many, many thanks to all of you who have already done that. If you enjoy the podcast, which obviously I hope you do that as well, then give us a five star rating over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to us on uh, Spotify or Google or wherever it might be that you're listening and click the link in the description down below. There's all kinds of links. I'll make sure I have links to Lieutenant Colonel David Grossman's books and sitting here thinking about, man, I'd love to get him on the podcast and chat with him. So that's it. Thanks guys.
1: There you guys have it. I hope this was a very insightful and helpful manly musings. Let us know what you think of breaking down the larger midweek segments into these more digestible sizes. And don't forget to leave your comments and questions by going over to the anchor homepage and clicking the send a voicemail button. We love, love, love hearing from you guys you can also support us right there by clicking the support this podcast button that helps us out a ton all right guys till next time keep it simple be positive and stay sharp